everybody. Welcome back to the second episode of Mom Talk. Today we are talking about our second born babies. And I'm going to start with talking about my angel, Henry. He was also a scheduled C-section. Um, there was no question that I was going to do that since Emma was a C-section. Um, I know some people do V-backs. I did not even know that was a thing or an option. I was just going... Go with the flow. Yep, going with what my doctor said and got to schedule his birthday, like Victoria said, with Mason. Yeah. If you did know the feedback was an option, would you have considered it at all? I think I'll be terrified. Yeah. I think I would be so terrified. Like, that sounds like my incision might rip open that had been only healed for too short amount of time for me to try that. Yeah, and how far apart are your kids? They're two and a half years apart. Okay. So, I mean, I felt healed, but I didn't. I would not feel like I could... Not push quite sturdy out enough. A baby. Yeah, I'll be so scared. So, went in for that super early in the morning, like they tell you to. Um, my mom was there with me, and I love her, and she's my best supporter. Of course, Michael was there too. But at five o'clock in the morning, the first thing my mom does is ask the nurse who is about to help me get set up to deliver my baby for a cup of coffee, like she is a waitress. And the nurse did not find that funny. She did not have a sense of humor. So wow. I was like, well, Mom, you have started my day off on the wrong foot. Well, that's just not the right nurse for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but we go back. We get all hooked up to everything. And I did not expect anything any different than with Emma. When I got hooked up, I thought they were just going to measure everything, listen to his heart rate. But they couldn't find his heart rate. So immediately I'm being flipped over on all fours and she is having to literally put her hand in to flip him to find his heart rate. Everything was happening so fast I didn't realize what was going on at that time. Yeah. But she flipped him, turned him, could hear the heart rate. And I question like what if... She couldn't get that done quick enough. And she was like, well, we did. And you don't have to worry about yeah, don't that. Worry about that. And so scary. She had to rush my mom out of the room. I just, I could not even believe what was going on. Michael and I were a nervous wreck. But everything obviously turned out okay. Thank goodness. And we went into surgery at 8 for the C-section. I was so wide awake this time. Like, I wasn't on all, like, the drugs trying to. Oh, yeah, because with Emma being yeah. induced. And... Yeah. I was yeah. on drugs all day for that. So this time, I could hear everything. I could hear my doctor talking about his new workout that he had been doing. I mean, just... That's how you know it's going well. Yeah, it was going good. No problems. I could feel a lot of pressure at that time. I mean, nothing unbearable. Just kind of like they're moving around like wet sand. Yeah. Inside your body. Yeah. I would have liked to see it. Don't they have an option now where you can kind of like... Oh, yeah. They've got the clear drape. Yeah. Where you can, or they even have drapes with like a window in it so you can, like yeah. Have I a mean, a little bit of a view. <laughs> but, you know, I was just chilling back there. Um, I did get the shakes a little bit on my hands this time. Still nothing too outrageous or anything. And I mean, Henry was here in no time flat. This is such a quick surgery. It still surprises me. And he did stitch me differently this time. I had a lot of scarring on my C section the first time. And so he wanted to fix that for me. So he did some internal. Um, stitching this time. So all that went well. Um, no Nikki visit for Henry. He was actually 7'10". He and Emma were almost exactly the same. I gained the same amount of weight with both of them, like 
They just came out the same. Exactly That's the how same. you grow babies. Yes. Um, I didn't get, oh, back to my pregnancy, I didn't get sick with Henry. Um, you know, Victoria reminded me earlier that I did have a craving with him. You sure did. And like, it was Easy Mac for breakfast. It was. That's literally how you told me you were pregnant. <laughs> you were like, if you didn't already know, based off my breakfast being mac and cheese, yep. I'm pregnant. Yep. So I guess I did have some cravings with Henry. And um, I did have placenta previa. They caught it early on in the pregnancy, but they said it should heal itself, and it did. So no problems with that. Um, then the hospital stay with him. I was really hopeful that my second C-section, that I was going to be, like, jogging around the hospital. Yeah, because everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people. Yes. They feel told, that way. They told me that it was going to be great, and it would be so much better than the first one. And I don't know what's wrong with me, but it, in fact, was not. Yeah. So I did know that all the pushing on my incision would happen. So I was prepared for that. But I just, I was not jumping for joy out of there. I, it still hurt. I did, I just did not bounce back the way I hoped. And, and you other think people it hurt did. equally, too. I, I would say equal. Yeah. Um, I was mostly... Okay, I don't know if everybody feels this way with their second child. I was just so worried. What am I going to, is Emma, what is Emma going to think? Yeah. With this second baby coming in. Oh, for sure. And am I ruining her life? Am, yes, and can I love this baby as much? So anybody that also has been here knows that, of course, you do. Yep. Um, but after having a C-section the second time, you can only lift so much weight. Emma was a baby. Yes, and Emma was two and a half, and I was like, well, how am I supposed to put my first baby to bed now? I can't lift her in her crib. Or do these stairs. Could not do the stairs. So then I just felt so sad about not being able to do that job with her. I still needed to take care of Henry, but I still felt like I could not move. Yeah, which made it easier to take care of the one you could. Yes. I remember... Coming home from the hospital, and Amy and Jennifer from work came to see me, and I just like might as well have tossed him like a football. Like I was just like, "Here you go, the Good second bye. the second baby syndrome." Yeah, and they were like, "I think they looked at me like, what is wrong with you?" But I wasn't as concerned. Plus, it was August, so I didn't have like the big germ spiel. Yeah, it was nice outside, and I could walk him around outside. Now he definitely a couple months in got colic. And Emma was such an easy baby. Mm. So when he got colic, I was like, there's something wrong. Like, there's something yeah, I should be not right doing. With this one. Yeah, I should be able to fix this. Yeah. But the moms I talked to were like, no, it's like the witching hour. And it was. I, I was yeah, walking. Yeah, that was Mason. It was terrible. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm walking him outside and he's just screaming, crying, and I'm sweating. And Michael's mom lived next door at the time, and I was like, she must hear this baby crying and think, what is what she doing, doing over there? <laughs> so that was a little struggle, and he had um, reflux. Just so all the problems. I know. I'm like, I just cannot make this baby happy. But what he really wanted was to sleep on his side and, you know, back his best, so he couldn't do that. So once he could roll and sleep on his side, that was the happiest baby. Life-changing. Yeah. Just let me sleep how I want. Yeah. And I even put, which you're probably not supposed to do this, but my pillow that I slept with when I was pregnant, once I felt like he was old enough to move around if he needed to, I put that in his crib, and he just snuggled right up on it, and he was just the happiest. Yeah, he was like, you are the best mom. Yes, at about nine months old. Yeah. He was really getting that sleep in, and everybody was happy. The happiest baby. Yes. Yeah, so then I felt like, okay, now I know what I'm doing again. Yeah. With the second child. 
Yeah. Because once everybody's sleeping. You're gold. It's golden. Yeah. And Emma adjusted really well. I was worried what she would do. And I don't know if it was just really helpful because he was a boy and he had his own things. But at the age she was, was she into like baby dolls or anything like that? Yep. She had her babies and she even put Henry in one of her baby doll cribs. I have a picture of that. Adorable. So sweet. I know. And she would read to him when she was putting her babies down at night. So a real group effort. Yes. But I mean, they are still really close to this day. People will tell me, man, your kids are super close. They don't really fight. So I'm really thankful for, for the that. beginning. Yeah, yeah, really. So Michael, did he have the same type of like leads that he did with Emma? He had like what? A million weeks with Emma, right? I know he had such a long time with Emma. It wasn't as long with Henry, but he definitely had time Okay. off and he was definitely home with him. Definitely as hands-on, and Emma was in Red Barn daycare at that time. Okay. So if I was home during the day with him and Michael was back at work, I was able to take her to daycare during the day okay. while I was still healing. That's awesome. And she loved Red Barn, so can't say enough good things about them. No, I know. Yeah. So, yeah, all that worked out really well. Okay. Yeah. And then I know with Emma, you were, like, a little sad and gloomy did you have that with Henry? I do not feel like I had that with Henry. Do you think it was because he was a boy or like the season? I think the season had a lot to do with it. And for me, having both of them, I don't, I mean, I know time is not the, the answer, but I feel like I was just having to split my time and so focused on both of them. I wasn't worried about myself. Right. I feel like I lost my weight quicker that time. I wasn't breastfeeding. I didn't breastfeed him either. I knew going in I yeah, wasn't like, going to. This time. I didn't even try. So I just, I probably wasn't taking care of myself how I was supposed to because I was so worried how is this going to affect her. I have this new baby. So all that poured into them. Right. And just trying to split your time in the beginning and feeling guilty no matter who you're spending time with. Right. Like, because if you spend time with your oldest, you're like, but I have a whole newborn who's never, like, met me pretty much. Yeah. But if I ignore you, I'm ignoring, like, you who you've had this relationship with me for years. And exactly. I'm all you've known. And the sorry, mom I'm too busy. Starts day one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's rough. I did let Michael's mom help a lot more, which she was so helpful with Emma. But yes, she even watched Henry overnight before Emma had even stayed away from my house overnight. Yeah. So. I mean, that second kid. I know. It just hits different. Yep. Okay, so my second child, I had a girl second. Her name is Remington. We call her Remy. She is two and a half now, so that means she was a 2020 baby. Oh, man. And I found out I was pregnant with her in February of 2020, and then the world shut down in March. Thanks a lot, COVID. <laughs> yeah, so that was weird. Um, the kids are only 17 months apart, so it was weird how different everything was from just like a year before. Yeah, in that short period of time. Yeah, like Jarrett went from being able to go to every doctor's appointment with me to zero doctor's appointments with me. And like, that was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was sick with Remy again pretty much the whole time. Not quite as bad at that time, though. It was like 16 weeks of really rough stuff, but again, the world was shut down, so I didn't have to leave my house, which was nice. Yeah. Like work Work closed. was closed yeah, already. Yeah, we had to close. Okay. Um, I was pretty much the sickest while we were closed. Okay. That was really helpful. <laughs> uh, but morning sickness and taking care of like eight, nine-month-old baby is Ugh. not a good time. 
Um, Jarrett, all of his jobs were deemed essential, so he was working all the time, and I was just home with this baby and pregnant. Mm. Um, so, I don't know, maybe four seconds after I found out I was pregnant, my skin started breaking out like yours did with Emma. Yep. And I sent you the picture, and you're like, yep, it's a girl. Yep, these girls. And sure enough, she's a girl. Um, I felt better, I think, with rowing than I did with Mason. I think I had more energy. It's hard to remember. I know. (laughs) But I did fail my glucose test again. Did you have to take it earlier? Like, did you know you were going to... So, I think with Mason, I took it at, like, 28 weeks, and with Remy, it was, like, 26. So, like, a couple weeks earlier, but my doctor was like, even if you have it, which you probably will, but even if you do, like, there's nothing we can do. We won't treat it before this point. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, she was like, we'll do it 26 weeks, but no. Okay. Um, Failed that again. Didn't have to do the three-hour again. Failed it horribly, plus my history. They were like, yeah, skipping that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so back to the doctor twice a week, every week in Nashville for ultrasounds. So that was cool that I got to see my baby again Mm -hmm. twice a week, every week for like three and a half months, but it did suck. Like Jarrett was not able to ever see her. Right. So if they didn't print me out a picture, I'm like, yeah, she's still like cute and stuff, but yeah, take my word for it. Mm -hmm. Um, then I got to pick her birth date. At my first appointment, like, when I went to confirm that I was pregnant with my doctor, she's like, okay, so what day do you want to, like, have your baby? Oh, wow. So far in advance. Yeah. Which she did actually offer. I could do a VBAC if I wanted to. Okay. Um. Again, she, like, made me feel very educated on it. She was like, look, they recommend you have 18 months between pregnancies, like, end of pregnancy to conception mm. before you try a VBAC. She's like, you're going to be delivering twice in 17 months. So, yeah. like, not ideal, um, but if you want to, your decision. Mm-hmm. I was way too scared of that. Yeah. It's like, no. Like you said, like, I felt like my, my incision is right. very fresh, actually. Yes. I only had, like, an eight-month break mm-hmm. from a baby mm-hmm. being in my body. Too so, soon. no. Absolutely not. Yeah. So, scheduled her birthday. Um, she was kind enough to wait till her birthday, just like <laughs> Mason did. It did cross my mind she could come early. Yeah, then you had your radar on for that one. I did. I was like, oh, you could decide not to wait till your assigned date. Mm-hmm. Did you have any contractions with her? I had some Braxton Hicks, but no. Okay. Nothing like Mason. I was not in labor the day I went in with her. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think she was cozy, honestly. Yeah. The whole time I was pregnant, you know, getting measured all the time, every time I turned around pretty much. They kept telling me how big she was going to be. She's so big. She's so big. She's so big. At like 35 weeks, they were like, she's measuring eight pounds. And I was like, what? I still have four weeks. Right. And I did not have to be on insulin with her either. Like my gestational diabetes was way more controlled um, with medication only. So C-section morning, I'm laying on the operating table. I was the first one of the day. And I heard them say seven-something. But, you know, there's so much going on in the operating room. I was like, oh, that must be what time it is. Seven-something mm-hmm. is what time she's born. And then then I heard them say the time. And I was like, Jarrett, is she seven pounds? And he was like, yeah, she's seven-seven. And I was just like, what? Right. And, like, she looked big also. Like, <laughs> I was just like, no. So she was so small compared to Mason. Can't believe they were so off on that. So off. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. There's like a real 
margin of error here. Yes. Um, it was COVID times, so no visitors in the hospital. That's so sad. Was it sad for you? Because I know some people don't even want visitors. I guess it just was what it was. You were so used to going to your appointment. I was and... used to doing it by myself. And you knew. And I knew that it had to be that way. I think I was sad, but I couldn't, like, let myself think about how sad it actually was. Yeah. Because there's nothing I could do about it. Um, It was weird, though, like, to not have anyone there. Mm-hmm. That was strange. But C-section went well, went back to my room. I did not feel well for several hours after I had her. My blood pressure, I already have low blood pressure, so add in a major surgery. It didn't do well. Um, My blood pressure would not come back up. They were like, mm, we're going to have to give you something for that. Like, I kept getting sick. Mm-hmm. So they gave me a shot of I don't know what, and then everything was smooth sailing after that. Okay, good. Um. But, yeah, it was weird to just have Jared. Like, Jared's great, don't get me wrong, but you want your mom when you have a baby. Right. And, you know, with Mason, I had all the visitors, and mm-hmm. everybody was there, and the excitement, and not that I need flowers or food or, you know, a Dr. Pepper or anything, but it's nice to have those things. Yeah, it's really nice. And it's a big event, and I can't redo it. Mm-hmm. And so it was, I think that's what was sad to me, was just, like, I knew people were excited for you, for me and to meet her, but it wasn't the same amount as Mason. Mm-hmm. At least, I know it was the same amount, but it didn't feel, because right. nobody was there. Yeah. And, like, meeting somebody over FaceTime and, like, showing your baby off over FaceTime. Yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same. And I know people do it all the time for various reasons, but. But when you're in the same city as your parents and they could have been there. Right. So that was a little sad. Um, They never took her to the nursery. Because of COVID. Yes. You could not send your baby to the nursery. It was not an option. Okay. Um, They gave her her first bath in my room in the sink. They, which was cool because, like, I got to be involved in that. Mm -hmm. But she was my second kid. I was ready. I I was prepared to send her to the nursery and get some sleep while I was there. Right. Because I knew I was coming home to a one-year-old and a newborn. Mm -hmm. And they were like, no. (laughs) She's in here with you. Wow. So that, that was not cool. Yeah. That was an unexpected Mm curveball. Like, I knew a lot of things about COVID, but I thought I would still at least, like, be able to utilize the nursery. Right. No. Uh, I was worried, too, that, like, my family and everybody would have a different connection and, like, different emotional connection, or I don't know what bond you want to call it or whatever, but that it wouldn't be the same or equal to what they felt towards Mason. Because they experienced, like, his first hours of life. Uh, Yeah, I know that's, like, crazy, but it's really the first few days. Yeah, no, that's I mean, true, because you're there for home, three days. I came home after two with Remy. Okay. Um, I was one of the people who did feel better after the second. I'm so happy for you. I got one good thing. Yes, I'm happy for you. So, I did feel better after the second one. I was still in a lot of pain, don't get me wrong, but it was nowhere near the level I felt for Mason. Yeah. And, like you said, like, I have another kid at home, so I don't know right. if that was a bigger, like, mental thing for me, like, oh, I gotta get home. Right. But I'm pretty sure it was all around a little easier. Because mm-hmm. they offered. They were like, you can stay one more night. I'm like, no, I want to go, like, see people. Yes. I've been locked. And I wasn't allowed to walk the hallways. 
Wow. Like after Mason, I thought they were crazy for trying to get me to walk the hallways. Mm-hmm. And after Remy, they're like, you can't leave your room. You can't walk the hallways. Could Jarrett leave and come back like if you needed something? He could. Okay. But then that left me alone in right. the room with just the baby. Can barely walk. Yes, and the so nurses that's... are all, like they were very short-staffed at the time. Mm-hmm. So the nurses are all tied up with, you know, women are in labor. Right. I'm not saying I don't need them, but like somebody else needs them a little more. Yes. Um, and I was pretty low maintenance. I didn't have any health issues afterwards, really. So that was great. But because of that, I was not super high up on the list of priority. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, after two days, I came home. That is where Mason and Remy met was when we came home. So sweet. Like in my head, they were going to meet in the hospital and like, you know, have the family pictures like everybody does. Yes, that's what we did. And got Emma a gift from Henry says so that she would like him. Well, it worked. It worked. (laughs) So, yeah, that's just what I had in my head. But also, Mason was one. He had no clue what was happening. Yes. What's about to happen? I mean, I don't even think he really acknowledged that, like, I looked different. Like, I had a belly and was pregnant. He had no concept of what was going on. Mm -hmm. I told him, like, hey, like, I'm having a baby. But how much does that register? Yeah, because he's still such a baby. I mean, yeah. I had a belly before he turned one. Mm-hmm. So they got along fine. They fist bumped. That's how they first like met. Oh, yeah. Um, he was really into fist bumps at the time, and so you know babies have like their little hands all balled mm-hmm. up all the time. They fist bumped. They're not besties <laughs> yet, um, but the older they get, I mean, they play together pretty yes. well. Yeah. So. Remy was better than Mason. She did not have colic. She did sleep more. Okay. I did want to try breastfeeding again. Okay. But in my mind, I was going to exclusively pump. Okay. So, because you can't put a baby on a schedule. You don't know when that baby's going to want to eat, how Mm -hmm. long the baby's going to want to eat, how much. Mm Mm-hmm. You can put yourself on a schedule. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to pump at 3, 6, 9, 12, round the clock. Yes. How did that go? Well, the baby was sleeping in the middle of the night. Oh. So who is not waking herself up to pump? Yeah. That alarm was really easy to ignore with a sleeping baby. Well, they say sleep when the baby sleeps. They do. And I listened. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> so I would pump, like, during the day. But at night, I'm like, I would breastfeed her sometimes just because, like, it's painful when you have milk and, oh, like, yeah. don't do anything with it. So your milk came in fine. Yeah. Okay. No problems there. Um, But, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm a daytime pumper. But then, like, I didn't <laughs> have anything saved up. And it was a hot mess. And I, like, put myself through it for, I don't know, two and a half months. And then I was like, formula really worked fine for Mason. Yeah. He turned out great. Yep. Super healthy. Yep. <laughs> so smart. Mm-hmm. Here's your formula. Yeah, here we go. And lucky for me, she didn't have any... Neither of my kids had problems with formula. Did yours? No, I don't think so. I mean, I never had to switch any. I never... Did you ever, like, bounce around or, like, the first one you picked worked for your kids? So the first one, they sent home with Emma from the hospital. Okay. So I stuck to it because her pediatrician was like, don't... Don't go crazy. Right, don't go... Literally, don't go crazy. Yeah. And she didn't have any issues. Now, Henry, I was like, should I change? Should I not with all this reflux? Oh, yeah and desperate times all that but when we added in the medicine for him I think it eased up pretty well so I didn't have to go through a bunch of crazy changes I know some people do and like have to have specific kinds yeah like super special yeah I can only imagine how hard that would be I honestly just couldn't wait to get them I mean I didn't want to breastfeed but I could not wait until they did not have to have formula anymore to this day my kids really don't drink milk so Mm -hmm. I just don't think that they 
loved, loved it. it. Yeah. Just didn't do a lot for them. I think yeah. Emma's a smidge intolerant. So Mason still doesn't like milk, but yeah. Remy. Oh, she's your milk girl? Oh. Yeah. And I am not a milk person, so no. watching her and the amount of milk she drinks Aww. is almost disgusting. <laughs> like, I'm like, this is not good. I just yeah. can't even watch you. And she likes it. She's just like Jared. She wants milk with pizza. No. That's their combo. I'm I know like, people do that, but... Pizza, though? No. I'm like, mm-mm. It's wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> I don't know... Well, I do know whose child you are because your daddy's yep. over here doing the same thing. Yep. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Remy was good. Adjusting to two kids was hard for me. So the one to two was that was harder for me than zero to one. Okay. What do you? What was harder for you? I mean, gosh, I don't know because I was such a basket case with Emma. Yeah. And I'm obviously still a basket case right, for everybody that, didn't that go knows away. me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I was less worried about every little thing. Yeah. I was just more like mom guilt, I guess, when mm-hmm. Henry came to, like, balance them out. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, zero to one was harder. But, you know, Emma was two and a half. That's such a huge difference from Mason being barely one. Yeah. I mean, he's 17 months. So, yeah, almost a year and a half. Yeah, that's... Yeah. It was a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, that age gap was... You know, I still don't know if I want more kids or not. Okay. But I do know if I ever want more kids... They will not have, obviously, they won't have the same age gap from Remy to a new child. But, mm-hmm. like, if I ever have two more, I cannot do that age gap <laughs> again. I, two under two. Yeah. People do it every day. It's not for me. Mm-hmm. Tried it out. Survived. You did survive it. It's survival that first year. <laughs> it's great now. Did you have any of, like, the postpartum after Remy? I did. So, I don't really feel like I was as sad after Remy. Like, I don't know if I want to call it depression. It was more anxiety. Okay. Like the juggling act because Jarrett is still at the fire station. He still didn't have paternity leave. He's still, you know, doing real estate, working, doing plumbing. Like he's still gone a lot. Was everything still shut down? How long, how long did this go into? Um, so I had her in October. Okay. So things were, things were like more open, but it was still, it was still 2020. I feel like that whole year things was just wild. And like 2021 things got a little yeah. More free. Mm-hmm. But no, 2020, I don't remember exactly, but yeah, his jobs were all essential the whole time. So yeah. he was working. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't in any type of class. Like with Mason, he was in that class. Right. So that was nice. But yeah, I think it was more anxiety and the balance and the juggle. And my kids weren't in daycare right. at the time. And Looking back, if Mason had been in daycare, it would have been a completely different experience for me. <laughs> now that they're in daycare and I have like a taste of that life, I'm like, oh, a newborn plus daycare is the combination. Yep. That's the sweet spot. That is where it's at for sure. <laughs> it is worth every penny and then some. Mm-hmm. And I was anxiety, but also like rage. Okay. And I didn't know postpartum rage was a thing. And that's a thing. I think it just gets lumped into depression and anxiety. Right, because but you had like, more of that. Yeah, I was, like, irrationally angry on stuff that, I mean, I'm not, like, the most calm person you've ever met on a regular <laughs> basis, but I'm not, like, that on a regular basis either. Mm-hmm. And I think the point when I knew something was, like, definitely off, and it wasn't like with Mason. With Mason, I was sad and, like, felt like a failure, mm-hmm. and with Remy, I was angry. 
And that was harder for me to like be like, oh, there's a correlation. I just had a baby. Right. I just thought I was cracking under the pressure of two kids. Yeah. But I guess it could be hormonally fueled. Plus, cracking under the pressure. And doesn't it take like a year for your hormones to balance out after you have a kid? I I still don't think they're right, honestly. Yeah, or 18 years. Yeah. (laughs) Or the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, So, but yeah, one night I was putting away dinner leftovers and I couldn't get the lid on the Tupperware. And so... Say no more. Yeah, like any (laughs) rational person. I mean, the kids weren't around. It was just me and Jarrett cleaning up at the end of the night. I just took it and slammed it on the floor. Yeah, it was glass. It shattered. I'm like, what? That was the moment I was like, what is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Like, that's not my norm. Yeah, I'm a little hot headed and have a temper, <laughs> but I would never just break this because the lid didn't go on the first time I tried. <laughs> and at that point, I was like, yeah, something. I might need a little help here. Mm-hmm. But after that, I was good to go again. So after that, you were just like, oh, okay, something's wrong now. I'm gonna get it. And check, I'm good. Yeah, I got, I think, back on Lexapro. I was on Lexapro after both the kids. Okay. Just for a minute. Like, Okay, I did get on something with Emma. Yeah. Now that you say that. It was like 10 milligrams of something for like a couple months. Yes, a very baby dose. And like, I weaned off of it. I think I started on 10, like weaned to 5. And then Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. Yes. I'm I'm back. It was like a nice little reset for my brain. Mm -hmm. But then, yeah, I was fine after that. I was not out here breaking Tupperware anymore. That's so good. Love that for me. Yes. But no, Jarrett was involved and great for all of that. And I can't imagine how hard I was to live with at that point in time. Thank you, Jarrett. Thank you. For being here. Yeah. For existing. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you all for listening to our second episode. And remember to follow us on our Instagram uh, on Mom Talk Tennessee. And subscribe to our podcast channel for all the latest updates and to follow all our new guests on there. And we will see y'all next time. Bye. Bye.